Hey, hey folks! How's it going? It's been a little while since I recorded. I'm not sure how this one's going to go because I've got rather a lot on my mind. And so this is Quoth the Camzer. Welcome to Quoth the Camzer. I'm quoting at you today from the forestry track up the Maish, which is up beside Brodick Post Office where I work. And it's got a kind of nostalgic feel to it because I haven't been up here, I don't know how long, it's probably six months at least. And when I was in the post office more often, I used to come up here every day. And this is where I was coming every day when I joined the D Daily group and when I started vlogging. And so there are many, many vlogs I've recorded up here with my iPhone held out at arm's length to begin with and then on a selfie stick and then on a gimbal my Osmo Mobile 2 and so it's nice to be back up here again after a long break from it and it's a good place to get my head in order and sort out some of the things I'm going through now So as you'll no doubt have surmised, I'm walking from work today, I'm up at the post office again. I was in yesterday, I'm back in today, and yesterday was a bit of a hellish day, to be honest, and here's why. If you've been a long time listener, you'll know that the post office is moving to another location to be taken over by a new postmaster. So my last trading day is the 28th of October, which is two weeks yesterday. Two weeks today, the 29th, the auditors are coming over to close me down and remove all my stock. My lease also expires on that date. And I have been looking forward to this for a very, very long time. Seven years, all told. In fact, a little bit longer. And my mental health... I'll just move the mic a little bit because it slipped down. My mental health status has been deteriorating year on year to the point where I felt unable to go into work anymore and my wife, God love her as I do she stepped in for me and she has been working the post office now on her own for well, for the most of the year and the only time I was really in for any length of time was during the Christmas rush last year. I had been off for a few months before that, going in maybe once or twice a week, then did the Christmas rush and then was pretty much at rock bottom. Uh, it was when I ended up taking a doctor's appointment and being prescribed antidepressants. So, over the year, 
I've been slowly mending, partly down to figuring things out in my head, which has come about through vlogging, of all things. Building up my self-esteem by starting to teach guitar and making content and discovering that I actually have a passion for this kind of thing. My music at the same time was continuing. I was going through different tuition DVDs and online courses and stuff. That was partly fueled by the fact that I was teaching, so I was actually learning really well, you know, filling in a lot of gaps in my knowledge in terms of theory, that sort of thing. So, that brings us to where we are now. I spoke a bit last week on one of my episodes of Diary of a Guitar Teacher, another podcast that I do, where I talked about how it felt like life was... My life was being driven by a higher power that was bringing together all these elements of my life into a place from which I could grow, both in terms of mental health and income, business. So, we got to yesterday. The business transfers to the new location, as I said, 28th, 29th of October. Now, that word transfers is a very important word. The business hasn't sold. The business is being transferred. And so, there are regulations under UK law which protect employment. Uh, They go by T-U-P-E, Transfer of Undertakings and Protection of Employment. I think that's what it is. These regulations protect both employers and employees. And what they stipulate is that employees, upon a transfer of a business, will also be transferred with that business with the same employment conditions. So, I have a part-time employee. She's been working for me since 2015. And we've got on very well over the years. We've had a good relationship. I feel like I've been good to her. I've given her a good pay rate going way back to 2016. She was on £10 an hour, which is considerably higher than the living wage, the national living wage, even now, so even more so back in 2016. I also paid her for lunch breaks, which I was not entitled to do, but I felt, you know, I didn't want to be petty. So that's added up to three days a week since 2015 at £10 an hour. That's a good chunk of money. And... She's feeling anxious now about the move. A lot of it seems to be down to the fact that the new postmaster hasn't researched the regulations properly. They were not aware, I don't think, of these regulations at all. And they were intending to hire her as a new start with a lower wage. Now we're only talking 12 hours a week. That's all that they're contracting to give her. And under the regulations, they are allowed, I believe, 
to change the number of hours, but not the rate of pay. So 12 hours a week, part-time once again, and they are digging their heels a little bit and telling her that they can't take her on at the current level that I'm paying her. She's a new start as far as they're concerned, and that's all there is to it. So it's left her in an awkward position because I'm telling her what she's entitled to in terms of the law and I am compliant I have been I had a HR company on retainer since I started at the post office because of things like these I never wanted to be in a position where I was incompliant and ended up in trouble because of that that's why I've been paying an annual retainer to an HR company to look after this kind of stuff for me. So, I am compliant, except for the fact that when I called my HR company on the 25th of September to let them know that my business was closing and ask them for advice, I wanted specifically to ask them about redundancy, they did not inform me of the fact that I had to notify both my employee and the new postmaster of the requirements under these regulations. So I was supposed to do that within 28 days and I was in fact calling with more than 28 days to spare and was not given the right information. Once all this kicked off with pay rates and my employee and the new sub postmaster I called the HR company again just to seek clarification on the 10th of October and at that time I was told that I needed to inform people within 28 days and they sent me some template letters and a sheet of guidelines to help me with those letters etc in order to be fully compliant. So I said well I called earlier on last month and I wasn't given this information then why was that? Oh they said yes I see your call here there are some notes I don't know why you weren't told about that so my HR company has basically put me into a state of non-compliance which has really pissed me off because now it seems both employee and new postmaster can put in a claim against me for not having notified them timeously. So I called about it yesterday again, spoke to someone in HR and actually recorded the call, which I hadn't done previously. Had it explained to me that the employee need not even have applied for a new job with the new postmaster because she would have automatically been transferring anyway. So none of us knew that. That's why we hire HR firms, right? And they informed me that basically there's, it's very simple. She goes to work one day in my place. She goes to work the next day in the new place. As far as she's concerned, that's the only change. Seems pretty clear-cut and straightforward. But 
when I asked them about why they hadn't informed me the first time, they said, OK, we'll get someone to call you back tomorrow, which is today. So they did. They're a good company, apart from this one mistake. They called me back this morning and I recorded it once again. And they kind of put my mind at rest and said that, you know, this kind of thing, they've experienced it before. They've been dealing with postmasters, get, transferring their businesses for, I guess, the last seven years, because that's around about when the network transformation thing kicked off. And so she said to me that, don't worry about having been outside of your timeline. The business will transfer, and in her experience, for the sake of a week, it's highly unlikely that anyone would claim against me. In fact, she's only ever experienced it one time, and at that time there were other factors involved. However, my employee has already mentioned the L word. She's retaining a lawyer to get advice. And so that leaves me in a bit of a bit of a scary position. The HR firm did say that if that did happen they would help me, sort of legally. That's part of what they're all about. They can provide legal representation. So in that sense I'm good. Oh, the dogs are barking. It's funny that, they always bark on the way home. I've just done the loop round the pond. Heading back to post office and they've begun their barking and chasing. <laughs> I love Clover's bark. I do apologise for you listening. It's probably not that pleasant to listen to. But Clover's a basset hound and I just love her bark. I do. Anyway, right, back to post office stuff. So I have them on retainer for any kind of legal representation if that comes to pass but she also advised that it's possible that I change the transfer date to the 7th of November which would take us from 10th October 7th November, 28 days so this morning my wife and I drafted an email both to the employee and the new postmaster to let them know that I had spoken with HR, I had been advised, and if they were unhappy with the timeline, we would be more than happy to extend the transfer date by another week. So it's out there in writing, we have made the offer, and uh, we'll see where it goes. It is a bit of a sticky one, to be perfectly honest, and our biggest fear, which HR told me is probably unfounded, is that the new postmaster will just say, fuck it, I'm not taking the post office. This is way too much hassle and we're pulling out. So that, my friends, would pretty much destroy my mental health in one fell swoop. So I think now is the time that I have to start mentally preparing for that outcome because if I'm not even a little bit mentally prepared for it I don't know what that will do to me particularly now as our sale is on we've got rid of 
lots and lots of stock from the shop. We're selling everything at half price. We're selling fittings and furnishings. The lease is coming to an end because we negotiated that with the landlords. So as far as everything's concerned, we are finishing at the end of this month. And if that were to be reversed, then, I mean, it's doable. I'm sure there are renegotiations that can be done, but I think that it would just kill me. I think I would have to, if we were to renew the lease, I'm convinced the terms would not be the same. The rental price hasn't increased for six or seven years, so that would certainly go up. There would be other problems to overcome, not least of which would be buying stock again to restock the shop. So we don't have the capital now to do that. We're selling everything at no profit just to get rid of it all so we can leave the shop behind. So there's nothing in the bank to restock the shop. I mean, this is all just speculation. Hopefully, hopefully it won't come to that. But if it does, what do we do? What do we do? It's a scary one, folks, it really is. And it's, it's given me sleepless nights. Well, it gave me one last night. The first, I'm sure, of many. And I don't really know what to do. Well, there's nothing more I can do. I've done all I can. And, you know, the fact that it's got to this possibility, based on a difference of £1 an hour on a a 12-hour-a-week contract, it seems so petty. And perhaps it is, perhaps I'm worrying needlessly and it would be crazy for the new postmaster to reject the post office based on £12 a week, which would be a temporary measure because he wouldn't be obliged to keep her. There's always the redundancy payment though that's looming and that's another issue is that if he were to, to tell her that her job no longer existed then he would be liable to pay her redundancy from the start of her service with with me because her her length of service starts from 2015 even with the new postmaster so he would be liable to pay her that redundancy and not I however there's nothing I can do in terms of making her redundant now because that would be unfair dismissal I was told that by my HR company. And so I just have to ride the wave and see where it deposits me and try to remain philosophical. It's all just part of the game of life. I have to concentrate on the fact that I have a lovely family, I have my health, I have my music and my friends. And those things will remain come what may if the the worst outcome comes to pass then I will still have all of those things I will still be able to look forward to, to seeing what my kids are going to grow up to be there will be many many more moments of joy in my life and that's what I need to try and keep at the forefront of my mind I mean, two minds about publishing this is pr- 
probably not the best idea to publish it now. Rather wait until the dust has settled and the outcome has been decided. So perhaps... <clears throat> well, that's kind of going against the idea of this though, isn't it? I don't think I've spoken out of turn. I've given away my own personal details, which I'm quite comfortable with. I haven't mentioned any names. So I think we're good, apart from that one swear word, which will mean I have to make this explicit rather than family-friendly. But, uh, yeah, well, that's where I am today with with my life. Even if I don't publish this, I just keep it for myself as a as a document of, of what's happening in my life at this particular time. It was still worthwhile doing, not to mention the fact, of course, that it's always good to talk, even if it's to oneself. And, of course, being out in this scenery on a cool autumn day is probably the best thing I could have done. Some exercise, you probably have heard my getting out of breath as I walked up the incline. The sun is shining through the trees, the trees are green and brown. The ground is carpeted in leaves. There's running water on both sides. There's no bird song. Gosh, that's surprising. Maybe it's the wrong time of day. No foxgloves, that's usually May when I come up here. No rhododendron flowers, that would be summertime. For this walk, I tell you folks, I was going to say I'll miss it, but I don't have to miss it because I can still do it if indeed the post office goes. It's only a short drive to get here from my house. And part of the reason I like it so much is because you meet fewer people here than you do down on the beach walk, which is also a fabulous walk, but it's always very busy with other dogs. This one is much quieter, more peaceful. So, I think I'm done. I think I've said all I wanted to say. Um, I was going to ask for feedback, but I'm not sure feedback would be forthcoming if I don't publish. It certainly won't be coming. But I'm thinking if I hold back from publishing until the wave has deposited me where it will. It will be too late for any kind of feedback on this as well. But you know what? I'm kind of thinking I will publish. It's all... There's no secrets. I am a great believer in authenticity and transparency. And so I have nothing to hide. And perhaps... If anyone involved were to hear this, then, you know, it might even help a little bit. So, folks, thank you all for listening. I shall call it a day there, and I shall bid you all a very good day. Thanks for listening. Bye.